Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast. The show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After nearly 10 years of building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who have been in it too, and I want to share all of that with you. So sit back, fill your coffee cup up, and listen in. Hello and Happy New Year. I know this is not actually our first episode of 2023, but it is the first one I'm actually recording live after the start of the new year, so it feels like I want to say Happy New Year. I hope you tuned into our last episode, which um, was awesome, but I we that was recorded at the end of 2022, so it went up in 2023. I feel like this is the first episode I'm actually recording Um, I mean, it is the first episode I'm actually recording in the new year. I'm actually away this week. I've been in Barbados for three weeks since New Year's Eve. Not really a vacation, but if you follow along on Instagram, you've probably seen in the past that my husband is from here and we have a house here and we come whenever we can. Um, and we just work remote from here since we can both work from home or from anywhere really. Um, so We've been here for a while. I wasn't planning to do an episode while here. I didn't bring my mic or anything. I was I was not planning to do um, any solo episodes in January just because with the holidays and general craziness of the end of the year, I hadn't recorded something in advance for January before I left. And I was like, I'm just not going to. We'll just go ahead with the interviews. We had plenty of interviews ready to go. Um, But with the beginning of the year and the excitement of new goals and plans and I don't know, maybe being here kind of without any of my other business friends, not that I haven't like can't stay in touch, um, but I just feel like I've been like sitting here kind of working on all my goals and plans um, and I kind of felt inspired to put this together. So I decided to just record into my computer right now. Hopefully it's okay. I know you guys are used to my pretty good quality mic. Um, anyway, I just thought, let me do a quick little behind the scenes into what I'm planning for the new year, what my intentions are for the year, my word of the year, goals for 2023. I always love when other people share things like that. So I thought I would do that too for you guys. Those of you who like that behind the scenes look at someone else's business. Um, and I kind of love the idea of the accountability for myself. I'm going to come back and listen to this later and see, uh, see how it all went, see if I still feel the same way. Um, and that's kind of the prop, the premise of this whole podcast is pulling away the curtain from other people's businesses and letting people see and hear how other people are doing things. So, but I feel like I don't always necessarily do it enough for my own. I kind of fall into that mindset of like everyone else's business is probably more interesting than mine. So I'd rather just do interviews and share theirs. Um, I don't know. I was kind of like, I guess it's always a little, I don't know, harder to do it when it's yourself, but, um, I don't know. I want to do more of that. I guess this year, I feel like I want to make sure I am sharing the behind the scenes of my personal business stuff too, even if nobody's interviewing me about it or asking about it. Um, I think when I have done somewhat more behind the scenesy kinds of 
episodes, they have gotten pretty high listens. So I think there are some of you out there who agree and also like to hear that stuff. Um, if you, if you don't feel free to skip this, um, not giving you any like major life advice here or (laughs) any big PR tips or anything like that. But if you like me enjoy hearing the behind the scenes of someone else's business and other people's goals for the year and things like that, then listen in. Um, so yeah, the first thing I kind of have this like in my mind broken down into kind of three different sections, um, in terms of like three different things I've been planning for the year. One of them, which is pretty quick, um, is just like, I don't even have like a way to phrase this, but I'm just thinking about like what the year as a whole is going to look like. Um, I've been kind of thinking about it as like my year at a glance, um, and organizing my year with this in mind, with kind of like the different pieces of the year, kind of the ebbs and flows of the year in mind, because what I'm, I'll try to explain what I mean by that. But, um, (laughs) what I've noticed in the past few years specifically is that my drive is really high at the beginning of the year. Maybe you can relate to this. I love the energy of the new year. I get really motivated no matter what, like literally you guys at the end of 2022, like literally just a couple weeks ago, I was feeling so exhausted and tired and run down and like really just, I just need to rest whatever, but literally new year's Eve, New Year's Day, it's like a flick of a light switch. I'm like so excited. I'm so much more motivated and just like, I totally buy into that whole fresh start stuff, I guess. Um, and it really does work for me. Like, it's not even just like a thing that then I'm like drop off by the next week or whatever. Like people say with like New Year's resolutions. Um, I don't know. I just really can live um, with that off that energy of the new year for a while. So I find I'm really excited and motivated. It can do a lot, can get a lot done, accomplish a lot at the beginning of the year, especially it does though. I would say like by mid year, it like by the time it's the middle of the summer, it's hot out. My son's out of school, you know, wanting, we want to do fun stuff. I want to hang out. Everyone's on vacation. I want to like spend time outside. I tend to get a little more tired, I guess, by that point in time and want to take it easy. I think it's a combination of just having gone hard for the first couple months, you know, and then, and then also all those other things of like, well, I live in the Northeast, you know, there's not a lot of great weather and like (laughs) the summer, you just want to be able to enjoy it. Right. So I feel like I kind of want to take it easy by like July, August. I remember even thinking last summer, I was like, I really should have tried to schedule and, or should try to schedule going forward, like some time off in the summer, some real, like real chunks of time that I could take off. Like I remember saying like, we should just like close down for like July or maybe it was August. I, you know, I think July, because also just in, even in the world of PR and I'm sure every other business really, it seemed like everyone was away for like the whole month. Like people were away for like the first week and a half for like the 4th of July, it seemed like. And then I don't know, by the end of the month, it seemed like people were away again. <laughs> so I just remember being like, oh my gosh, like there's you know, it just seems like we should be taking time off too. Um, anyway, then I do feel like there's another boost in September, like with that back to school energy. I love that too. You know, kids going back, feel like I have more time again, more like just mental space to think, think, think things out. And it's like colder weather. You're feeling like a little, like, I don't know, motivated to get stuff done again. I feel like, 
Um, and then the end of the year, it tends to just go really fast and not feel like ever enough time, no matter how you plan things. And, um, yeah, so I don't know, knowing this, I just want to plan my year around these, these things, these ebbs and flows a little bit more rather than expect myself to have the same drive and energy for my goals for the whole year. Um, like, as I said, last year, I did really great for the first half. Like I set a lot of goals last year. I set a lot of big goals and I think, like I set goals around like a lot of different parts of the business too. Like not just like kind of the general business or the agency or the clients, but also like the magazine, the boot camp. Um, I don't even know everything else we're doing <laughs> events, um, the networking group we run, um, and I was really excited about them all, but I had set them kind of like, like big milestones with like big tasks and to do's around them spanning the whole year. And I guess what I'm trying to think is trying to say is like, I want to plan things out a little bit differently with those ebbs and flows in mind. So maybe, you know, I feel like I did really great for the first half of the year, stuck to everything, got a ton done, but then was too exhausted to be excited by them for like the rest of the year. Like after the mid year, I just feel like I was just like finished. Um, so I want to think about that and really keep that in mind for the rest of, for, for all of my goals. Like that's not, I guess maybe that is a goal in itself, but in, in terms of planning the rest of the goals that I'm going to talk about, I want to make sure I'm thinking about that. Like maybe planning things that do have big milestones or have like, you know, the meat of the tasks that have to do with them in the beginning of the year and then just let up a little bit for like the summer and then maybe plan some of the, some other bigger things, um, like around the fall, the fall when I think I'm going to have like a little bit more motivation again and not necessarily have to feel bad about, or, or not necessarily have to, like, cause I really do stick to things that I plan pretty well. So it's less even like not, uh, feeling bad about not getting them done, but it's less, it's more like, yeah, like I just don't want to feel like I have to get them done. <laughs> I don't want to feel pressure over this summer to be like still kind of pushing for as much kind of like extra things. Like, of course, we're going to get the client work done. Of course, we're going to do great for our clients and people who are, you know, paying us for our services all year round. But maybe I'll find ways to, and I haven't like scheduled this yet. I haven't fully planned this out. This is just thoughts in my head right now. So that's why I'm like, I don't have all the answers, but Maybe when it comes to the things that I have more control over, like the magazine schedule, maybe we don't release one in the summer or just organize time and milestones for it differently that we kind of get everything ready by the spring so that then there's less we have to do over the summer. Or at least when it comes to growth on those things, there's less, um, you know, of those growth tasks that have to happen over the summer. So I don't have to feel bad about making myself do them. <laughs> I don't want to be. So I don't know. I think that makes sense. I hope you kind of see what I mean by that. Like just planning my big goals and tasks around, um, different types of energy, different types of work or effort, maybe that have to get done. Um, plan those like in different ways throughout the year to make it feel better and make more sense. So that's kind of like my thought around that year at a glance and, and how I want to plan things out. Um, so, so next I wanted to talk about my main intentions for the year. Um, I always like to set a main intention for the year. It's kind of like 
also kind of my word of the year if you set word a word of the year um it's not always the same as an intention I feel like mine kind of is this year um I guess maybe it usually is kind of also your intention for the year but some people just call it different things um <laughs> I always like to set though like at least one kind of main one um for within my business and sometimes smaller ones personally I might not go into all of them right now but my main one for the year you know kind of like a new year's resolution um i like to call them intentions even though i do set them at the beginning of the year i don't like the idea of like i feel like resolutions have a bad rap and it kind of like i don't know even just saying like new year's resolution feels like it's something just for the beginning of the year even though i know the intention is that you carry it with you throughout the whole year but like people usually don't so i don't know i just like to call it intentions but you could call it resolution if that's what you want whatever um i consider this yeah again my intention my word of the year um so my intention for 2023 is amplification, amplify, amplification. I want to just amplify everything we're doing. Um, I want to kind of take, I feel like we've laid the foundation for a lot of things. Like we do a lot of things and I love that. <laughs> I also feel like as I kind of like allude, well, maybe I didn't, I don't know. I feel like last year and even the year before that too, though, I was getting very like tired and I feel like we do a lot of things and I want to take them all to the next level. Like, I feel like we set things up. Like even for example, I keep using this as an example, but the magazine, we launched it at the very end of 2020. So like, yeah. So I think it's been about two years now, which sounds wild, um, and I feel like for the first year, it was kind of like, obviously we're laying the groundwork. This is brand new. You know, we're building an audience, all of that. And then by last year, I feel like I was just kind of so tired with everything that I, again, I, that is one of the things I did set some big goals for at the beginning of the year. And really it couldn't be a main priority by the end of the year. Like it just couldn't, I was not able to focus on it that much. Um, just needed to kind of focus elsewhere, I guess. Um, but this year I just really feel like now, you know, we've been doing it for two years and it's kind of like, it's great. People love it. I love it. We all love it, but I know it can go so much farther. I know we can get it in front of so many more people. I know we can feature so many more people, take it so much farther in terms of what it is and what it can provide to people. And, I think this is the year to do that. So that's kind of the energy and the intention I want to bring to like really everything that we're doing this year, like anything that we've kind of been working on or laid that groundwork for, I really want to amplify this year. It also has to do with us and me and the company as a whole. Like I want to amplify the company. I want to practice what I preach and put myself out there more with like PR opportunities and partnerships and things like that, um, that we honestly just haven't focused on much in the last couple of years. Um, so though, all of those kinds of things, putting ourselves out there more, putting everything that we do out there more, um, and just even, you know, even not even, um, just business stuff, like that's kind of one of the goals for, one of the things I want to bring to every kind of aspect of my life, I want to, um, like, for example, I'm on the board of a couple organizations or, or community groups. I just want to amplify my experience, um, and what I'm bringing to the table for those as well. Um, I want to amplify my relationships with other people, you know, even just personally, as well as professionally, all things like that. Actually, that's probably kind of getting 
maybe getting a little bit too much into um, what I was going to say for some of the other things. So I won't go too far into that, but I think you get the point. Just amplify everything I'm doing um, in a way that feels good. Not like in a push, push, push way, but like in a way of like, everything's already here. We've already created all of these things. Let's just see what we can do with it all now. Like really, if we really try to amplify it. Um, so the other, I guess I have another couple of like smaller, I don't know if they're smaller, a couple like more personal, um, intentions. Um, one being, which I guess this is kind of like ties sort of starts to tie into that. Um, but I have a personal intention around personal communication, believe it or not. I struggle with keeping up with my personal texts and emails and communication in general, even though it's literally my job professionally. In fact, I think it's probably partly or largely because of that. (laughs) At the end of the day, I really don't want to be like on a screen more or on the phone more or interacting with people a lot of the time, because that is like what I'm doing all day long for work, I think. So I kind of sometimes just don't. Um, but I also really want those relationships and I really do care about like my friends and family. And so this year I want to try to be more intentional about keeping in touch personally, replying to texts the same day and stuff like that. Um, not letting things go for a really long time and then be like, Oh, sorry for the delay in like catching up. Um, And another one of those things kind of in a similar vein, I'm trying to be more intentional around in-person gatherings with friends, being in communion with the women that I love to be around, um, and like scheduling stuff, like planning something around that quarterly, or if not even bi-monthly, um, and just like scheduling those into the calendar throughout the year so that they don't get left up to chance. Because as we all know, that's the kind of thing you're like, oh, let's get together. Right. And then it's like three months go by and you haven't actually put something on the calendar. So that's one of my intentions for this year too, on a little more of like a personal note. Um, and I also want to kind of similarly schedule in things that I want to do for myself. Like there are certain things like that make me feel more energized and positive and good. You might call it self-care. I don't know why I kind of hate the term. Um, because I just feel like it's just like things that you want to do. Um, like for me, it's going to yoga twice a week. I'm pretty good about going like once a week, well, zero to one times a week. I do go (laughs) once a week a lot. Um, but I think I would like to go like two times a week, you know, um, getting regular massages for me is another one of those things. So again, just scheduling those things in so they actually happen. Um, so those are kind of the personal intentions, um, that again, as you all know, they, those totally tie into business too, because if, if you're not filled up in those ways, then you don't show up as well for business. Um, so for me, I feel like they're very, very tied together. And it's actually, those all came out of trying to be a better leader and trying to show up better, um, at work and for my team. And even though they sound personal, um, those are things that have kind of come out of being intentional there. And they just happen to be things I have to do by myself or with my friends. Um, but, but they benefit me in business too. Um, so for kind of diving into the specific goals, um, these are the things that I actually have set as like the, the real concrete goals for business. Um, let's dive into that. I feel like that's, I don't know, that's always the fun stuff. (laughs) So one of my main goals 
would say the main goal, my main business goal for this year is to focus on really honing in on fewer but larger clients where we can really make a big impact. And I know that sounds kind of obvious, but I tend to get, and I know a lot of you probably do too, into a the more the better mindset when it comes to clients. Um, but even more importantly for me, what happens is I tend to get really excited by and sucked into other people's excitement for their business, I get excited by their businesses and what they're doing and how they're helping people and how we can help them and be a part of that. And I get really into it. And once I talk to someone with like, for like an initial consultation or, you know, we connect in some way and I hear about it, I really want to get to work with them because I get excited by what we could do together and what we could, you know, what it will be like and how fun it could be. And I would sometimes in the past either lower my rates or, or lower that scope to make it like the scope of work to make it work within their budget. If I got really into what we could do and I was excited and I wanted to make it work for them, even, and they were like, you know, what I'm proposing was too much, right? Too, too much work, too high, too high rate. And that's not good for anybody. <laughs> As I'm, again, I'm sure you all know, I feel like you've all been there too. It means we'd get burnt out working really hard for too many small clients where yes, we're enjoying it. We're having fun. But at the end of the day, we're not really getting to either put in enough, put enough into it to make the biggest impact, right? Because they wanted to scale back. So like, we're not allowed, like not able to put in all the time or all the work or all the, or all the tactics that we know are going to actually have the impact that we want from on their visibility and their PR or, and we're not actually making money from it, from the client. Right. So like, maybe it's fun, but like that is only fun for so long. If by the time, you know, by the time I pay the team to do the work, there's no profit left over, which is really just obviously a poor business choice and never good and always something to be avoided. Um, and I've already got, I've gotten a lot better with this throughout the years, but my goal is to just really stay intentional with only making smart business decisions and base them on financial reasoning always rather than ever bringing on a project just because I personally like the idea of it because maybe we've worked with the person in the past or we love the sound of their project or whatever it could be that would like convince me like oh, maybe we should do this I'm just gonna try to stick to you know looking at the numbers and only taking it on if it totally makes sense for me and for the business you know it always works out fine for the team because they're gonna get paid either way but at the end of the day if there's nothing left over for the business and therefore essentially me like what it's is that really it's just not a good business decision um so that's that's big um and the second part of that, like main goal. So first working with fewer, but larger clients. Um, and we're talking, you know, just to get a little specific here, like keeping that cap around with the size of the team that we are right now, keeping that cap around four clients, maybe five, sometimes <laughs> depending on the situation. Um, and 
Not to say that we won't ever want to bring on another person, but right now that's what feels really good. Um, to be able to really dive into those clients and really have a huge impact, be a really big part of what they're doing and, and of their brand and of their visibility plan. Um, that's what I think feels the best. So then, um, with sticking to that, I want to also really up the revenue from some of our other projects, like bringing in revenue from the magazine, quotable, quotable magazine through sponsorships and advertising so that that's real viable part of our business financially. Again, I feel like I've always been in kind of this mindset of the agency is the moneymaker and so again, that's kind of where it's like, oh, well, we should bring on more clients. And then we're so busy that we don't have time to figure out how to monetize the magazine, for example, when in reality, the magazine could be just as much a part of the business and a take priority, just maybe not just as much, but at least a certain amount of priority too. And so that we can figure out how to make that actually be a part of the business in terms of revenue, um, and then can work with less clients and put more time into the clients. So it kind it does make sense. Um, we started that magazine as more of a passion project, knowing that it was gonna, you know, take, as I kind of said, like you got to build an audience. We knew it would take time to really monetize it. Um, and to like figure all of that out. I mean, none, I had never, started a magazine before it was brand new like we didn't know what was going to work what we were going to want to do with it what we were going to want out of it all of that stuff um but now i feel like we're at a point where we can and we need to and it needs to become yeah become some kind of priority because now as i guess i just said it's been like two years and at this point it just sort of feels like it's not a good business decision to keep financing it through other parts of the company, it really needs to become a contributing member at this point in order to be taking so much of our time and effort. And, you know, even just that brain space, like I want to let it be its own thing. I want to let it be a contributing member of society <laughs> of the business. Um, so yeah, putting in that effort to monetize, to bring in revenue through the pot, through the the magazine and the podcast. Uh, I started saying the podcast, which is kind of similar. Again, it's got the same audience. Um, and you know, there are sponsorship opportunities. There are ways to monetize these things that we have not done before. So that is one way where I think we can, you know, stick to taking on less clients because we will also be having these other revenues coming in and just kind of dividing time a little bit differently because, we all love, you know, it's not just me, like the whole team loves the other things that we do. Um, and if we truly want to look at it as two, you know, arms to the same business, which is how we do look at it, we're an agency, a PR agency, and we're a media company that produces a podcast and a magazine. And like really that other arm needs to be pulling its own way. I don't know if you've gotten my theme for the year, but apparently it is having everything be uh, financially contributing viable part of the business. Um, so that is, that is a major piece of that goal. Um, and then also along those same lines, bringing on two new members, two like new, um, people into our bootcamp program, 
each month is kind of like my goal there. Um, we have the Ultimate PR Bootcamp group program, and I recently opened that up to have open enrollment where you can join any month and jump right in with the group rather than having to wait until like one or two times a year that we do a big launch for it and then have everybody start together at the same time. I didn't have time for those big launches. That didn't feel as good either when I wanted people to feel like they could join whenever they made sense for them. I do get the point of those like launch periods um, because it's easier in some ways <laughs> to like push it all at once and then have it start and like run it all together. And so I know it's going to be a little bit of a challenge in some ways to just have it be open all the time and kind of keep talking about it all the time, or at least, you know, figuring out a plan for making sure people do consistently sign up if we're not making like one big push about it. Um, like I'll basically have to remember to push it a little bit all, like every month. Um, but I think that's doable. Um, I just feel like it makes more sense in the long run. I found like when the group started all together anyways, it, they, it's so quickly spread out. Like some people would, be going way faster or way slower in terms of the course material. People would be in all different places after the first like literally couple of weeks. So it didn't really make a difference to the group and how we would interact as a group if I just, so like it didn't matter. So why not let people start at the beginning of any month? It kind of has the same, same vibe. Um, and I also kind of thought it's beneficial for people to see the work and progress of people who've been doing it longer than them. It's kind of motivating and cool to see like what people have already done if you're just starting. So, um, that was part of it too. And I feel like one of my favorite parts about the program is that it becomes a bit of a business mastermind in itself of sorts. You know, I'm not like a business coach or anything, but you have this group aspect where we're connecting every month and interacting daily or weekly in the, in the group online. And we really do tend to basically be each other's target audience because, you know, we, it just happens that most people's businesses are kind of targeting like women, you know, especially other business owners or high achieving women. And I don't know, it just tends to be that case. So not only are we going through the same things when it comes to building and promoting our businesses, but we also can like ask questions about how things resonate and, um, or how things make sense to, you know, somebody as your target audience. And that's really useful to everyone. And so I love that dynamic. And I think bringing in new people every once in a while is really kind of fun for that too. That group kind of almost mastermindy feeling is something that I'm planning to foster even more in the program this year. So that's kind of, yeah, as, par as part of that goal alongside bringing in two people per month. So, um, yeah, that's just like one of those other kind of peripheral goals. Um, and kind of beyond those things, but kind of along the same line as my personal intentions, I do have a business goal too of outside of that, creating more opportunities for community and in-person connection. So we're going to be holding more in-person events this year, like almost one per month, I think in a really fun, casual way filled with ease, like not something where I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to plan an event every month. It's going to be really fun. Um, and it's something I'm actually really excited about. So yeah, facilitating that kind of business connection, kind of similar to how I said I want to do personally too, with like friends or um, yeah, like getting together with friends every on a regular basis, um, just kind of facilitating those business connections um, by hosting more events is kind of the other, I don't know, little mini goal, I guess. <laughs>
Um, and then lastly, for business goals, I just want to work on strengthening all of our processes and systems. I know it's not like really, a, it's not really like a measurable goal. Cause like, will we ever be finished? Like, will we ever reach accomplish that? Not necessarily. Cause that's always works in progress, but, um, I think it's something we can kind of just see like, yeah, always be kind of working towards this year, strengthen how we work together as a team. So we'll be set up for sustainable growth in the future. If we do want to, um, bring on someone else or things like that, um, you might notice I'm not setting a goal around business growth in terms of our team or client numbers. I'm not looking to build my team this year, particularly I'm looking to really make our existing team feel stronger and well, feel strong and supported. I mean, we are strong. Like, I don't know, that sounded even more negative when I changed the wording <laughs> stronger and supported. I think we have a really strong team right now. So I don't mean to imply that we don't, or that we need to like strengthen it, but I think also you can always strengthen your team. Um, so yeah, I just feel like I want to feel really prepared that if we do end up wanting to build later in the year or, you know, when we want to build by next year, cause like, I definitely do want to continue building the business and the team at some point. I just feel like we need a little breather in a way this year. So that's why I'm not necessarily planning on that this year, but I want to make sure that when we do want to, we can easily do so without like shaking things up internally too much or having to like, I don't know, of course you have to change things around a lot. Anytime you bring someone new on, especially with a team as small as ours, like it's major change. Anytime we add or subtract a person or even change things around in any way. But I just feel like we've had too much of that in recent years. Um, and not that it's always a bad thing at all. It just takes a lot of energy, like even adding a person, which, you know, makes things easier in the long run. Like you need that to, to do more work, but it does take a lot of energy. Um, anytime you change the dynamic of your team. So I want to make sure that if we decide to do that, if we decide we want to add a person or whatever that is, we can do it as seamlessly as possible. So, um, it's definitely, I don't want to get into a place where we feel like we have to add somebody, especially anytime soon. Again, um, not within the first half of the year, I'd say, and I don't want to do it because we feel like we have to, like, we need more manpower all of a sudden, like there's something that's come up or like a new client that we feel like we need more help. But, um, because again, I just don't want to be doing that right now. Um, but I, um, I just want to feel like we are fully set up and supported if, and when that ends up happening. I don't want to have like closed ourselves off to the possibility of bringing on another person. If that ends up being what needs to happen or what we decide we do want to happen soon. Um, I just don't want to get into kind of that cycle of feeling like, Oh, we want to bring on a new client. So now we need more help. And then you know, it gets stressful of the overhead has expanded so quickly. And then we need to keep that level of clients. And then even if we don't like want to, you know, we have to keep that level of work and then it's stressful. Um, and I just don't want that kind of stress this year. So I don't know if that's like an anti-goal or what, but, um, I guess I don't know, in full transparency, I'll say that like, I don't regret, first of all, like I've been extremely lucky to always bring on incredible people. Like I feel like I've always had the exact right people in the exact right time in my business. And I've loved every single person we've ever worked with. Um, so 
I don't like have any regrets in terms of things like that. But what I will say, um, which is what sparks my, all of these goals around like (laughs) making smart business decisions and smart financial decisions for the business, um, is that, you know, starting in like 2020 in because of COVID and like when everything shut down, my son had to stay home from school. He was four, I guess maybe just barely turned five at that point. Um, I started over hiring like on purpose. Like I knew that I would have much less personal bandwidth and I knew that there was no real way to get help with my family with, you know, I couldn't bring a babysitter into the house at that point in time. So what I could, the only place I had some give was at work because I could hire remote workers. We were already set up to do that. Um, so I brought on more help, even when we had the same amount of clients, because I knew that otherwise I just personally wasn't going to be able to put in what I needed to, to like keep the business going, or at least not to uphold the same standard of work for our clients. And it was really important to me that we did. And that, you know, I didn't let these difficulties like get in the way of the business success. Um, so I made a conscious decision to bring on more help than really made sense financially. And I think I've talked about this before. I've been pretty open about this. I knew this was a long-term investment in keeping the business running and it was worth it to me at the time. Um, and then again, I would say in the past year I was feeling or really just ever since then, (laughs) I was just like feeling so tired. And honestly, like this past year, like starting to feel kind of burnt out for the first time in 10 years in business, by the way, I will say like (laughs) this summer we celebrated 10 years in business. And I was just for the first time starting to feel like kind of burnt out just by everything. And especially from the past few years, I think. So anyway, I felt again, like that the help I had just like, wasn't quite enough because I personally needed to do even less. And so I just feel like it's kind of been like a cycle of that in the last couple, like the last two years has just been in general feeling like I had less personal capacity and needed more help. And luckily and thankfully, like had the people who could do that, who could help more and just needed more help to keep everything afloat, hired more people, took what I needed in terms of that support, um, And I mean, to be fair, we also have started doing more things. Like, I mean, I just said again, like we started the magazine two years ago. Like we, we have more things going on too as a business than like what I had ever done before. So I don't know. I mean, you know, it's conscious decision. It made sense at the time. I still think it makes sense. Um, but, um, I don't know. Yeah. It never felt like a possibility to me to like do less things or not, not do more things. Um, I don't know. I didn't want to feel held back. So anyway, instead I made sure that the team was in place and, um, I don't regret any of it. Cause again, the team that we have now, the team that we've had in the past has been what has made the company what it is today. And I absolutely love it. And I think that every part of that like had to happen to be where we are today, which is exactly where we want to be. So I don't know, that's a long ramble that really had nothing to do with that goal, but sort of does. Um, But yeah, this year is definitely, I mean, hey, we said behind the scenes, right? That's the behind the scenes for you. That's what I've been navigating. But this goal, this, this year, is definitely the year for kind of like recalibrating things. Um, 
and not going for growth, not going for growth of the team, not going for growth of the clients necessarily, but making decisions with more of a smart financial intention behind them, making sure the business is running smoothly and as smartly as possible. Um, and yeah, not getting sucked into doing things because I want to, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> or because I feel like oh, I need need to. So really making sure long-winded way of explaining that every business decision this year is going to be backed by smart financials, by actually contributing to our bottom line in a real and sensible way so that things can run better. And I can feel like I'm being a smart and good business owner, not just like doing the things that I want and not if it's contrib not actually contributing to the direct health of the company as a whole, because I think that is part of being a good business leader. And, you know, I am responsible for other people's livelihoods. And so I need to make sure that everything I'm doing is as smart financially for the business as it can be. Um, and yeah, as part of that too, like I'm hoping to take care of myself, not to be able to feel like too exhausted or stressed or burnt out so that I can, I can also contribute in the ways that I'm needed to, and not feel like I need other people to do more things. Um, and also part of that might be not doing more things. Um, like, I mean, I have no plans to do more things this year, no new things either. Um, but also like part of that is to be fully transparent, revisiting all the financials of existing things too. And if they don't make sense, if they weren't like a decision that I would make today or this year that will actually contribute to the financials of the business, um, maybe we get rid of things or change things, move things around, change things up, make sure that everything does make sense as it is too. So, um, I don't mean people, by the way, <laughs> I don't mean to say like we're going to shake up people. Nobody's at risk of their job. I don't, I didn't, I hope that didn't, isn't what that came across. Um, but you know, as I said, like if we need to find new ways of doing things for our other projects or, um, I don't know, whatever that is, again, I haven't like fully planned things out. It's just kind of more like these intentions around going forward and what I'm going to do to make sure everything makes sense. So those are the main business goals. I think, I know as soon as I stop recording this, I'm going to be like, Oh, I totally forgot to talk about this one other thing. <laughs> But I think those are the really the main ones. Those are the main things that have been on my mind a lot right now. I'm pretty sure those are what I've wrote down in my planner when I was writing down my initial intentions for the year. Um, I hope you found that interesting. I should have double checked my planner before I started recording this. So now I am really afraid there's something I forgot, but I think that's really, anyway, this is long enough. So if there was anything else you don't get to hear right now, maybe we'll do part two. I think that's it though. I hope you found this somewhat interesting. I would love to hear what your goals and your intentions for the year are. Um, and I plan to keep you posted later this year about how it all goes. And I think that if there's one thing I'm adamant about, it's that I love setting goals. I love planning them and working towards them and, and making that progress towards the life that you want, the business that you want. But I also find it really important to revisit them regularly and ensure that they're still working towards what you want for your life and your business, because that does sometimes change. And that is allowed to change even within one year. So I know sometimes people are like, Oh, I don't want to like set a whole, like, I don't know, set those kinds of goals or set a year long goal because I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, you can adjust as needed. I think it's good to have those guidelines, to have these goals, have these things you're working towards, but also know you can adjust as needed. It doesn't make it a negative thing. 
it doesn't account as not achieving your goals if you consciously changed your goals or consciously changed, like, you know, thought about what you wanted and it was different and you on purpose made a change because something shifted in your life or your desires um, that resulted in wanting different things. That's totally fine too. So keep that in mind and take that with you as your main takeaway from this episode. If you want, I guess there can be a takeaway from this and it is set your goals. Be sure to think, even when you're setting them, think about, you know, don't get sucked into setting them just based around some five-year goals you made four years ago, you know, make sure what you're thinking about is what you really want. And then it's building towards the life that you want. And that is the takeaway. And let us know what they are. Put a comment um, under, we'll make an Instagram post about this episode. I'm sure comment on it. Email me, let me know, message me on Instagram. I'd love to hear your goals. I love to hear the behind the scenes of other people's businesses. That is that is what this is all about too. I don't want it to be just me. I want to hear yours too. So otherwise I will keep you posted. I hope you enjoyed this inside look. You now know everything about what I'm planning to do for business this year. And I hope you enjoy following along. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, wherever you listen. So you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes. So other people will be able to find us easily. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes or online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. If you want to join the community of other female millennial entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group by searching female millennial entrepreneurs on Facebook. Talk to you soon and see you there.